Welcome to Chat You Up, Shahaba City Library's YA podcast, where we read young adult books and then review them for you. Before we start, let me issue a spoiler warning. We will be talking plot points, discussing characters in depth, and definitely spoiling the ending. Do any characters die? We'll be talking about them if they did. I'm Gabby, and today I'm joined by Holly and special guest Emma from Inner West Council. We'll be chatting about Small Spaces by Sarah Epstein, which was published in 2018. It is a psychological thriller that follows Natasha Carmody as she pieces together the events that traumatised her as a kid, questioning her own sanity and facing new threats along the way. It has won a bunch of awards, including the New South Wales Premier's Literacy Award for the Ethel Turner Prize for Young People's Literature 2019, the Children's Book Council of Australia Award for Book of the Year for Older Readers 2019, the Davitt Award for Best Young Adult 2019, the Australian Independent Booksellers Indie Book Award for Young Adult 2019, the Adelaide Festival Award for Young Adult Fiction 2020, and the Readings Prize for Young Adult 2018. Welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks for having (laughs) us. So, Emma, we'll throw it to you first. What did you think? I thought that it was like a modern retelling of the boy that cried wolf, only the boy was vindicated. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's a pretty, I mean, it's a loose explanation of the actual story, but that's a great way of summing it up. <laughs> Holly. I probably thought that it made me second guess myself more than any other book had. I was reading it oh, thinking, yes. am I actually crazy for thinking this? I felt like. I was going crazy. Mm, yeah. yeah, it makes you because go you're insane. like, did I just wait? Didn't I just read? Hang on, what's what's going yeah. on? <laughs> it's because yeah. normally, I mean, when you read a book, the one person that you can trust is the person that's telling the story. That's yes. you, you are going along for the ride with them. But when they don't know what's going on, yes. then what I did like is how it's not so much she's an unreliable narrator. Is the fact that she starts to question herself mm. about halfway through. She's like wait, is this actually happening? Yeah. Am I the one that's yeah. doing these crazy and things? And every authority figure in her life is telling her that she's wrong. Yes. Yeah, so many people go, oh, you're just imagining things. You're just trying to get attention. And it's like, I just wanted to punch some of them in the face. Okay, guys? <laughs> like yeah. To the fact just, that they oh. thought she was having like a mental breakdown and yes. physically hurting people and hospitalizing yeah. them. And yeah. you would start thinking to yourself, is she actually doing this? Yeah. Like, is she next level this crazy? It was written that well that you start to think, oh, my God, yeah. what if it is her? Especially with the with the way that the book jumps between, you know, now and in the past. You, when you read the transcripts of her mm. visits to a therapist, they, she, she does sound like she's making it up. She does sound like it's yeah, just it says, I'm sorry, but I hated that therapist because, mm. I mean, there's other things that might have been said that aren't in those transcripts. But, like, they're basically – telling her no you're imagining things yeah there's no time where they're like well why do you think you're seeing this yeah. or 
like they're always like oh you're doing this for attention yeah let's try and explain it to you so that you know you're doing it for attention like for like an eight-year-old that's pretty damaging stuff like you're that therapist is surely they're supposed to be like neutral it's pretty damaging when you're talking about the fact that they were saying that and then she was also basically getting abused by someone in secret yeah like yeah. yeah, okay, it's so the whole disturbing. thing is that this story, I feel like we should maybe talk about yeah. what actually <laughs> yeah. happens a yeah. little bit. So it's basically our character, Tash, sees a little girl, Mallory, be taken from the carnival and abducted, and she tells everyone it was her imaginary friend, Sparrow. And so obviously the police, they don't believe her, her family don't believe her, nobody believes her, and... Eventually, Mallory is found again, and she can't remember anything. So that family moves away. And doesn't speak. Oh, yes, Mallory doesn't speak again. And, yeah, and this is, what, like a decade later? How old is she? Nine is it, years yes, later, I think. Nine yeah. years later, um, and that the family comes back. Vicious. Like, interesting yeah. choice, I yeah. have to say. Yeah. Coming back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Big call. I wouldn't be doing that. I mean, that. to be fair, she wasn't abducted from the town. She was abducted from somewhere. They go back on holiday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Regularly they go back on holiday. Yes. It's the place that where, you know, they were hounded by paparazzi. Yes. They themselves were suspects. But it's... you see, we wouldn't have a book if they didn't come back. This is true. <laughs> so, I mean, because the whole thing is that Tash sees that they're back and she starts to question things again. She starts she to starts, see Sparrow she again. She starts to see Sparrow again, who is super creepy, and I'm sure we'll talk about him a lot more. But... Yeah, it was written so well. And this is really not – I am not a psychological thriller yeah. person. This has scarred me for life. Thank you guys <laughs> yeah. for choosing it. I definitely had nightmares yeah. after reading it, but it was written so well, and I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. One Something that I love about this book is that I almost passed it off myself. And so so it was on the shortlist for book week. I, I was going to make a point of reading them all because that's what I usually do for book week. And I was like, oh, that looks all right. I kind of, my first impression from the cover was that it was going to just going to be, you know, an easy chick lit read. Next minute it's 2 a.m. and I'm, you know, and I can't put it down until I can't turn the light off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had to read it to completion. I think I read the first three chapters while I was away somewhere. Didn't pick it back up again until a week later. Then I picked it up and then I couldn't put it back down. Yeah. I read the first 20 pages, I think, and put it down for a couple of days because I was like, I've got other things I need to actually read first. And then I picked it up on a night I knew I could stay up a bit later because I was like, from what Holly said, I need to read this in one go. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like halfway through it and I'm like, I literally don't think I can stop right now because I will not be able to sleep unless I finish yeah. this book. Yeah, halfway through was the tipping point for me. Once I got yeah. to halfway through, I was yeah. like, I have to know what's going to happen because I'm just going to lie in bed and think about it and there's no Half, sleep. Halfway through, you're like, I can trust nobody. Yeah. There is nobody that yeah. I can trust in this book. I think for me, it was the moment we actually – read her description of Sparrow, I was like, nope, nope, I can't go to sleep yeah. until I know who Sparrow is. Oh, from the first dead bird on the on the doorstep. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was pretty creepy. It was just... Oh. I think Auntie Allie going missing was a pretty big tipping point for me. Like, yeah. she was just gone and then she didn't come back. I was, was like, I don't weird. know, she's kind of a flighty person. I'm like, she is, but... Who knows what's happened? Something probably not so great, but... The whole dog yeah. situation too, like... The dog yeah. thing, oh, so like... Okay, that just yeah. That books, was book should come with a warning uh, when the dog gets injured because I wasn't yes. prepared for that emotionally. I mean, but also that bit. So it's she's gone out for like a well, Tash. She's gone to a family house in Green Willow, 
Um, she's dog sitting yeah. and she goes for a walk, I think, and they come back and then she lies down and she falls asleep for a bunch of hours. And Which then it's like, <laughs> where's the dog? And you're just like, oh my God, what has happened to the yeah. dog? Straight Please away, don't. I'm like, the dog's going to be dead. The dog no, is definitely not dead. Stop <laughs> the presses. <laughs> I didn't even want to keep reading because I was like, yeah. she's no. going to find this. And because she got the bike that she was riding into town from the shed, right? Mm. And then the dog is trapped in like wire or whatever. The moment the vet was like, no, someone put the wire around him and like pulled. This I was, was just deliberate. like, oh my God. I was like on the verge of tears. I'm like, yeah. not the dog. Yeah. Do you know what it made me think of? And it's funny because the main character's name is Carmody, but a book that I loved growing up was The Gathering by mm-hmm. Isabella Carmody. The dog dies in that in the most messed up way, and I couldn't get over it. It like scarred me. So when this was happening, I was like, yeah. "The dog's gonna be dead. It's gonna have done something messed up yeah. to the dog." Yeah. But like the creepy bit for me was when she went back inside to see where the shed key was, and she's like, "I'm certain I locked the the shed back up." Like, yeah, I knew I wouldn't want him to get back in there. And then she's like, "The key's gone," mm. and I was just like. Oh my god, that was what I in the back of my mind. I think I was like, "There's somebody in her house," yeah. but like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was like, I think it was very subconscious, not actually me predicting so much. And then yeah. of course it turns up again, and you're like, "Maybe is? she is going crazy." Yeah. yeah, I felt like I was going crazy, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Is it Morgan?" No, it can't be Morgan. No, she's yes. just nuts. No, it's yeah. someone else. Aunt Ellie's a weirdo. Right, right. <laughs> Makes you question everything. Everything. Because the thing is, this this family moving back into town, because she she and Morgan were really cute. That, that yeah. was a really cute mm, dynamic. I'm like, no, this is too convenient. It's too cute. He's, he's yeah. the murderer. Yeah, he's that's definitely how I the murderer. <laughs> so Morgan is Mallory's older brother, who is the one that like felt really responsible for her disappearing because he sort of like left her at the toilet block and like went back to the family. So he was a... Did you like him as a character? I thought he was really interesting, but not necessarily that likable. I didn't think many of them were particularly likable, but maybe because yeah. of the way the story was told. Yeah. Yeah. You Very weren't realistic. really supposed to – because you couldn't really align yourself with anyone because you, you never really them. knew. Yeah. You yeah. didn't really build an affinity to anyone, yeah. even Tash. I she quite liked Sadie at the beginning. Him. I thought she was yeah. like – Sadie was friendship goals at the yeah. beginning because yeah. Tash is really, you know, introverted and scared of the small spaces where, yes. the, where the title comes from. And Sadie was just a really good friend. She yeah. was she was a really supportive, the bestie that you that you want. A girl that's being Maori. Yeah, exactly. I, also, exactly. I also liked that she was super into the chick at the ice creamery. Yeah, yes. that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That is a fantastic excuse to go and get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, that's except when you don't like really small spaces full of people. Yeah. Yes. And horrible schoolgirls. Yes. FYI. Yes. Yeah. But I did like what I did like about Morgan was how he actually talks about how oh, sorry things are moving a bit fast, but like I have this thing where like if something's good, I just want to latch onto it because it's terrified everything's like people are gonna leave or like mm, disappear. I, I thought that was a really yeah. good way of him actually growing as a character from that event as a child. It has scarred him. Yeah, he's really overprotective of his sister and like. Do you know what I mean? So he's he actually has it has affected him. Yeah, he's not just this young man who's just like really flippant yeah. about everything. That's and happened. also in fiction, it's often um, the female characters that are yeah. portrayed as the the clingers. Yeah. Um, whereas this was this was a boy that was admitting. I get attached and yeah. I get attached really quickly. Whereas yeah. normally people like to do the crazy ex-girlfriend trope for girls. So mm. it was it was nice to see mm. it flipped around. Yeah. I wasn't that happy about there being romance, personally. I felt I mean like a relationship of him like wanting to be friends with her, I think probably would have worked a bit better in my thoughts. Because it sort of did feel like 
you know, is there really something there? You guys haven't known each other for very long. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel necessary. I don't like romance in my books full stop. So for me, there's romance. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I feel it was <laughs> enough. I felt like it was a little bit forced, but may, it felt like maybe she sent in a manuscript. The editor said, yeah, but why isn't there any romance? Yeah. So it was quickly inserted kind <laughs> yeah. of thing because, yeah. But I, in a way yeah. it felt kind of I did feel like it felt plausible for the characters because mm. they're both kind of desperate for something. True. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have a lot going on. Yeah. He's obviously pretty damaged human being. Yeah. I mean, so. her parents think she's – well, her mum in particular thinks there's something very wrong with her. Her yeah. mum is a rubbish mum. Yeah. Let's yeah. just Agreed. put it out yeah. there. Agreed. I mean, I can imagine it being super stressful as a mum to have your kid being like yeah. saying all these things about this missing girl and like obviously the yeah. community and the police being like, this is not what happened. You're nuts. And that must be really hard, but, yeah, I don't think she hand- – there's a whole bunch of it that she did not seem to handle very well. No. And also sending your daughter away while you're having a baby. for like, Send her away for two weeks while you're, like, sending in with the ba- settling with the baby. Right. Yeah, that's the way to ease sibling rivalry. Great. Good yeah, job. Yeah, I thought that was a bit weird, but, I mean, my parents always treated all three of us very much the same. Yeah. So yeah. I know there's parents who don't do that. Yeah. But I thought that was really yeah. odd. So she's eight years older than her younger brother? Yeah, she was old enough to be around. Eight? She was eight. Seven, yeah. right? Maybe like the night, maybe like the first couple of days when you're in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, but two weeks. Other than that. Yeah, two weeks. And even if and you're in all... the hospital, the dad is not staying yeah. in the hospital yeah. with you for the second child. Exactly. My husband was like, right on out of there. That baby was there. <laughs> yeah. He was off home. But also like everyone's telling her you're jealous of Tim. Yeah. But when there's bits in there where she's, like, really excited They've about having a great relationship. She loves Tim. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just felt indignant. I was like, leave her alone. She loves her brother. Like, stop saying that she's jealous of him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the weird thing is they made her have, like, a forced bond with her aunt. Yes. And then, but then was like, nothing to do with your aunt. So obviously they thought the aunt was mm. rubbish. Yeah. But then yeah. no real explanation to her of why they cut that relationship off. Yeah. Why yeah. they think they don't need to explain it to her. Like yeah. a lot more of this mm. could have been less yeah. murky for her. I mean, maybe her. the parents had, re- you know, knew all about PJ back then. Maybe, yeah. maybe all that. I mean, that was all in the papers and stuff like that. So if they yeah. were aware of the relationship, but still, if you know that your sister is dating someone like that, why would you send your eight-year-old to stay there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, some rubbish parents, rubbish some, parenting, some bad decisions made there, which yes. made everything worse. Because when Tash gets sent to, is it Green? There's a house in Green Willow. That's it has a name. You yeah, said it before. Winter something. Yes. Anyway, it's an old old house. It's just mm. the family house to stay with the aunt. Well. For the two weeks with the baby, whatever. And that's when she meets Sparrow. The creepiest part in any book I've ever read. I'm sorry, but Agreed. she just like rolls over in the middle of the night and there's just like someone like perched on the perching is very next disturbing. to the window yeah. on like the window seat. And like personally, if that was me, I probably would have screamed and burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> like especially that age. Yeah. Something creepy. I feel like the thing about the book that makes it worse is when you hear about Sparrow, at least initially it's creepy, but you don't really know exactly what Sparrow is. Yes. But then knowing that it's PJ later on and then you go back to it, you're like, this is far more creepy. Oh, yes. Far more creepy. Exactly. A super. If it was a supernatural thing, you can kind of explain that away. But the fact that it was actually just a gaunt 
creepy method. Creepy, drug-affected. Oh, it's, it's just so yes. disturbing. It is so creepy because it's like, oh, yes, he doesn't use the front door. He just uses the windows. And you're like, what? How does he even get in the windows sometimes makes me question it because there was different floors in the house. Yeah. I just, why would you, if you have a boyfriend who's, I mean, of course, she, let's say, so the Aunt Allie, not the not the best. Kind of flaky. Model. Kind of flaky. Um, Aunt Allie's not dealing great. drugs. <laughs> Out of her basement, as you do. Didn't she um, also, like, not care when she came back saying she possibly almost drowned in a pond or something? And Aunt Ellie's like, meh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah because PJ tries to, like, like knock her out her. a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, you're just imagining things. Like, your boyfriend literally just tried to drown your yeah. niece to, like, lock her up to get money out of your brother. And you're okay with that. And then he also tried to, like, drag her into the basement one night and... I'm sorry, every, t- every time you have, like, the little Tash, like, talking to him, I'm like, just stop talking to him, okay? Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walk away. Like, at night when she went down for, like, a drink and he yeah. was outside and she opened the door, it's like, no. I know, I know. <laughs> this is just, oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> I did not sleep well that night when I finished reading this book. I do question as well, why was he outside of the door? Was that at a point in time when Aunt Allie was like, you I, can just stay outside because I'm not impressed we're with over, you. We're done because they, they were back and forth. Because it was like his head was lolling and stuff. I assume he was off his face. Yeah, yeah probably. So yeah. Oh, when you so think about creepy. it more about how what was causing him to be yeah. the way he was, it makes much more sense. But yeah. at the time you're like, what is this? Like, yeah. if this is just her imagination. Yes. There's something deeply wrong with Which, you. Which, I mean, that's the thing. Throughout most of the book, you don't know it's an actual person. Mm, no. You're thinking, is this her imagination? Yeah. And what kind of thing twists a kid's mind? Because I think Sadie says at one point, when she when Tash finally tells Sadie about Sparrow, and she says, "What? well, maybe you've just been traumatized and, like, your memories have changed. Mm. So yeah. maybe it's someone you know. Yeah, yeah. that's just represented and in, you're like, in your mind. Okay, that's a whole nother layer. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just need to second guess everything that happened up until this point. Yeah. The worst part is when she starts to think that it was her doing all these oh, violent yes. things. Did she hurt Mallory? Did she hurt Rachel? Did she? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, did you? <laughs> did you? Yeah. I definitely was questioning myself with the Rachel thing. I was like, yeah. because it yeah. didn't feel like anyone else could have been there. And then she had the phone. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, because, she must have. Yeah, that was when... She got the the other box with the five dead sparrows in it, which is disgusting. And Imagine she goes, if she had done that herself. Just think about that for a second. Mailed it to herself. <laughs> Australia Pie. <laughs> it's very it's weird when you think about it. Yeah. What I get or don't get with that is why she didn't tell her parents. But I mean, I suppose she didn't have great. Yeah, it's that whole them. attention thing again. If I if I tell them, they'll just think it's me. It's they'll just think she went out again. in the backyard and knocked the sparrows off and put them in a yeah, box. Yeah, which herself. is, I mean, that's a whole disturbing, a whole other angle. But um, so she takes this barrister to confront Rachel, who used to be her friend, because she thinks Rachel's the one that's messing with her. And then she's like, at the birthday party, she's like, meet me down by the pier. You're like, no, don't go off in the dark by yourself. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I definitely at that point thought she was doing it. So I'm like... This is going to end badly. I was like, yes. look at your life, look at your choices, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and then when she's walking away from Rachel after they had an argument and she, like, sees someone in the bushes and she's like, there's no one there, it's just... And she's, like, she's berating herself because she thinks she's imagining someone there. Yeah. yeah. But then it actually was PJ and he did attack Rachel and, like, because he heard Rachel had recorded Tash talking about Sparrow and so he, like, clubbed her on the head basically and stole a phone. Yeah. But then, yeah, we see that... Oh, Rachel, not Rachel, what's her name? Tash finds Rachel's phone in her bag and she's like, 
what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I do this? Yeah. I think that was the real turning point for me of thinking she's legit definitely messed up. Like this, yeah. this is not yeah. anything real. This is in her mind. She's done this. Yeah. And, and there then, are so many times where she starts questioning all the people around her yeah. as well, like Morgan in particular. Morgan in particular when she's out at the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's at, at that point when she was starting to question herself, I was like, how am I, the reader, going to get any sort of closure? Yeah. If, if she does not, if she mm-hmm. has come to the conclusion that it's possibly her, how are we possibly, as a reader, going to get Closure. Wow. Yes. Yeah. We're just going to go away from this book thinking, maybe all along she really did yeah. do this. <laughs> is she in my room? Is she perched on my window? <laughs> no, don't, don't say things like that. I don't. many more nightmares now. <laughs> oh, my God. But I did like the fact that we got closure, and I'm sorry, but I, yes. it's definitely the right ending for me. Which is yes. why I told you you had to read it to the end. Yeah. Yes, because if you hadn't, you would not um, okay but yeah. how I mean I don't know if Mallory's crazy or really brave for going to stay at that house with Tash by the she, need, she needed to know she needed answers just as much yeah, as Tash I'm did. sorry if I was her I'd be like no 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 I'm not yeah. going to a creepy house like in, that do you remember when she when Tash first brought the food up to Mallory and Mallory mm. had that really violent reaction mm. I yeah. she needed to explore that oh, Mallory oh, poor Mallory like, I know she's 15 years old and she's like She's been through everything. And she's she's mute from that experience. I'm guessing that maybe the closure will. Did we find out if the closure stopped her from being a mute? I cannot remember. No, I'm pretty certain at the end she's still. Yeah. She's she's happier and like more interested. She's got friends. She she doesn't speak. Which I mean, like, I feel like. I liked the fact that she didn't suddenly start speaking yet. Me too, yeah. Could, that it could be a felt... developmental thing over time. The yeah, more maybe. she comes to groups with yeah. the fact that. Yeah, but so they stay at the house and then oh, they get quite drunk, don't they? They, <laughs> they have a glass of wine, but their the wine well, is drunk. The wine is yeah, definitely yeah. Drugged, But yeah. we don't know that yeah. because then um, Tash wakes up locked in the bathroom because she like threw up all night and she's just like what's going on? Like Mallory let me out. And then like, I think she breaks the window in mm. the door and, yeah. and she's like, I think she calls Sadie then. And she's like, I think I did something to Mallory. Cause yeah. she, I think that's the point where she's convinced that yeah. she's the one that's been mm. doing everything. Yeah. And you're um, convinced too as a radar. And yeah. that was, like, I mean, that's the, that's the start of what we would call the climax of the story. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's been going like full throttle the whole time, mm. but then you're like, where is Mallory? She's because like all the doors and stuff are locked from the inside, and yeah. there's no footsteps in the frost in the the grass or whatever. And I was just like, "Where did she go?" And that's when she goes. That's when she goes into the Aunt the Ali's room as well. Too. Doesn't oh, she go in there um, first and discover that the yeah. smell from the jackets in the cupboard? Yeah, and it yeah. triggers something in her mind. Yeah, yes. well, no, because um, Tash wore. Put one of the cardigans on her. That's or, right. Yeah, um, and then that's when Mallory had that still breathe off their faces from the drugs. Yeah. She was like she had a reaction, but they because they were so off, they couldn't they didn't really know what it was. Realize what it was, but it's because it smelled like the woman or the the car that delivered her to yeah. the gully where she was found after she was abducted. Yeah, Nuts. which is super creepy. But yes, and then she finally goes in the basement, and I'm sorry, but when she was going up to the basement door, I was just like, something really bad is going to happen because she's always been scared. She's always heard sounds in there. Yeah, like, in all the flashbacks, it was such a thing about the mm. sounds from the basement. Yeah, the yeah. water heater or whatever. Yeah. she said. Yeah, yeah she yeah. kept saying Aunt it was Ali, the water heater. It's fine. And yeah. I was like, and the dog would a... only bark at yeah. it at certain at times. Yeah, yeah. and also because Sparrow tried to drag there. her down there yeah. at one point. Yeah. I actually have goosebumps right now. The talk. Oh, about this, this is just too much. <laughs> Basements is always – because I think that there was a family story of there being, like, a butler who died down there or something. Yeah. Because the butler lived down there. 
Yeah, that's and right. That's, and then yeah. they're scared. And then when she goes down, she finds there's like the there's like a secret, secret room. Yeah. And I'm yeah, it just <laughs> yeah. But because she gets like blinded by light when she goes through, it and you're like, oh my god, she's gonna like get whacked in the head by someone or oh, it was. It was kind of traumatizing that whole bit when I was reading it. And like my heart was like racing. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of was happy that Aunt Ellie had a little bit of good moments. <laughs> yes. Being cable tied to the pole or whatever. I know. Yeah. So PJ did well, she kidnapped her, I suppose. Yes, um, he did. And then poor Mallory was stuck in the dog cage again. Yeah, that yeah. was harsh. Yeah. That was just like horrible. full circle from Yeah, because she had in her therapy, I think it was, she was drawing pictures of what she remembered from yeah. that night. And it was a wardrobe and, like, kind of bars across it. Like, she was seeing it through a window mm. is how Tash described it when she saw the picture. And basically what it is is there's this old wardrobe in that room and it's being seen through the bars of the dog cage. Yeah. And that was some heavy stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, finding, finding that like, out and finding the fact that, Aunt Ali had known about it the whole oh. time and was so complicit. Mm. That just made it made me feel betrayed. Like yes. I was like, I was like, I mean, I never liked her because she was so rude. No, she was a big weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, she was like bitching about her brother who is Tasha's dad in front of Tash, like two yeah. about things that she had no right to be angry about, yeah. like the house and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You don't have more rights than anyone else to this. Yes, yeah, she no, was not she great. did not seem like a nice person. And then I was right. <laughs> she, she was, was a horrible not. person. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And hence not caring she if was, she was cable tied to a pole. She was a drug exactly. dealer and she was enabling her boyfriend to kidnap little children for money. And like so. creepily stalk and possibly attempt to drown yeah. her yeah. own niece. Just, but like knowing because Tash told her all those times Sparrow visited and being like, yeah. She, he's not real. Like, but just stop it. Well he Don't was. tell your parents. Knowingly causing psychological trauma oh, to your niece. It's, it's, oh, it's awful. Yes. Yeah, she was not a great But it's believably awful. Like, yes. it was so yeah. real. Like, it wasn't, you ne- You were never like, this is a bit much. No, mm. this, 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 yeah. that's how this woman is as a person. Yeah. yeah. Particularly from all the descriptions and, like, things that Sparrow has done to Tash. And then you realize it's this druggie and you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like he trapped her in um, like a magician's box at the carnival and like mm. tried to take her away, which is why she's afraid of small spaces. She's claustrophobic. And you're just like, oh, okay. I understand why he was trying to do that now because he was trying to yeah. take her to get money out of her dad. Mm. And it's just like, oh, like yeah. bold moment. <laughs> oh, you mean when Aunt Ali left her there alone for five hours? Yes. What? I Aunt mean, Ali needed her fix. But I think the bit where I had that thought of, oh my god, Ali's totally in on it, is when Ali knows something, not so much in on it, was when Tash said, you know, why did you think it was me? that had been taken. Because, like, when she arrived at the carnival after Mallory had been abducted, she said to her, oh, I thought – I when I heard, I thought it was you. Yeah. And then, you know, nine years later, she, Tash has that kind of moment where, like, why did you say that? Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I don't know why would I say that. Like, yes, you do. You know exactly why you said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of mirrors when um, when Tash said to Morgan, mm. when you, when I saw Mallory disappear from the toilet block, and no, yeah. that had never come out in the articles, and um, Morgan was like, how do you know that it was a toilet block? Yeah, mm. because I think the police ended up thinking, oh, she wandered off, not yeah. being abducted from the toilet block. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so creepy. Yes, so creepy. And then being, well, getting Aunt Allie free in the basement. Yeah. And then she just abandons. Like, yeah, she just runs off. off. She is oh, the I'll most call rubbish somebody. human being. Yeah. And then, because um, PDA's coming back, and of course, Tash, being the nice person she is, is like, I'm not leaving Mallory here. What are you talking yeah. about? And it's, she's trying to get her out of the dog cage. That was really tense. I mean, the action was written really well. Yeah. So like, good. The tension, not even just the creepiness of anything else, but so much tension. The tension is yeah. a very tense book. The whole yes. way through, you're kind of on edge, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. All bundled like an actual sad. ticking time yeah. bomb. And particularly when you, I heard, well, I read that bit where like Sadie calls out because Sadie's like, I'll, you know, was it Tash called her about Mallory being missing? Yeah. She's like, I'll come up, just like stay where you mm. are. And of course, she goes into the basement before the backup arrives. But then when I heard Sadie, I was like, oh, my God, PJ's totally going to get her too. Yeah. Another victim, another, yeah. Yeah, but I did find it kind of funny, you know, oh, my God, like, sort of laugh. When they are escaping the house and Morgan says, oh, Sadie didn't say she saw anybody. <laughs> it's like, nobody ever sees him. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's oh just trapped God. in the stupid cupboard. Yes. That, that is Locked good, in though. the wardrobe. Yeah, and, and then it like, falls over. Burns yeah. yeah. Well, he set That's the house on harsh. fire. It's yeah. pretty harsh death, but... Oh. I mean, he did it to himself. He's the one that set the house on fire trying yeah. to kill everyone. He is so. also just the worst, so... And he got his name to be, like, the beneficiary if Aunt Ali, Aunt Ali died. Yeah. Which is some pretty shady stuff. It, it's it's. I mean, everything about him was shady, but everything. <laughs> he choked out a dog with some wire. I think that right he there. Tried to, exactly. just... He tried to make a little girl black out by drowning her. So yeah. and he, he just messed with her. Though. He actually enjoyed messing with her. Yes, I yeah. mean, so when he abducted Mallory, he knew that Tash was watching and like smiled at her to mm. be like, "Well, I've got one." Yeah, <laughs> you. I didn't get you, but oh, yeah, absolutely. This book just he's disturbing. Beyond all measure, yeah. This, the whole thing, seriously. I'm going to have nightmares about this for a good while yet, I think. I had somewhat so, moved past this book and now talking about it. Now you're, yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> I, 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 I actually had to stay up a bit later than when I'd finished it and do something else for a yeah. bit to, like, get my yeah. mind off it. And I still, like, woke up a few times that night. Yeah. Not what Well, I think that's then. definitely the sign of a good book. If it sticks with you like this, then it's, yeah. then it's a good book. It, yeah. it, it is a brilliant book. Let's, it is. We'll give it that. It is. Scary, tense, brilliant. I think we've kind of gone on about how scarring that was enough. So how about we go on to our favourite? So, Emma, tell us who your favourite character was. Favourite? Look, do you know what? I'm going to say Sparrow and not because I'm – I'm going to say Sparrow as a favourite villain. As that – It's just character. So. Yeah. We talk – we – a, gr- a good villain, a good big bad can make or break a book. Yeah. And Sparrow is terrifying. So I'm going to say that that was one of the best well-written creepy villain types in modern YA in this sort of genre, mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Because you genuinely had no idea who or what he was the entire time. He kept you guessing. So yeah, my controversial answer is going to be my favourite was Sparrow, even though I'm terrified of him and will lock my window every night forever. <laughs> yeah, Holly? Yeah, I'll go a little bit more basic, uh, mine. Um, I didn't particularly like any of the characters, but then they were all really well written. So yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say don't discount my disliking of the characters for saying that the yeah. book wasn't yeah. cleverly written. I just only really like Benny. 
All the rest of the characters Benny. sucked. Benny, represent. Team Benny. <laughs> that is the dog, dog FYI. Character. He survived. He was yeah. okay. He, he was, was adopted by he was in a foster by family Tash. for yeah. a bit, and then he went with Tasha's family, yeah. the which is lovely. Yes. Um, my favorite character is actually Mallory. I found her really interesting, and I want to know more about her and like how she's dealing with all the stuff that's happened to her. Yeah, because particularly with the the mutism as well, like that's some serious issues. I think you, something like I think that. you need a fan fiction written from Mallory's perspective. <laughs> Maybe, yes. I did like how she texted a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite moment? The most rewarding, amazing moment for me was her final visit with her therapist. Yes. After, after she's been vindicated, after she, people find out she's been telling the truth the whole time and the therapist asks her, you know, um, are you going to continue coming to see me? Are you going to continue? And she goes, yes, but I'm going to need a referral to a new therapist. Yes, I like, love that. Damn. <laughs> Good old knife in the back for how much you've treated well, me like rubbish. Yes. My favourite moment was actually interesting. It's not really a big moment. It's not really an exciting moment. But it's the moment where she is walking up to the Fisher's house to help Sadie with the party Mm. and it's night time. And I think it's the first time she really starts to second-guess herself or the reappearance of Sparrow kind Mm. of occurs. That was so, like... Yeah, and then that's when Morgan kind of just appears after she thinks she's seen him in the bush, and then that's where you first are. And then the photographer like comes out. He's like, "Stop yelling at me!" Yeah, Yeah. that whole scene there was great. I thought that that was yeah. Um, My favorite moment was actually the when she stumbles or Tash is she um, stumbles across the carnival again, and it's like all derelict, and she calls Morgan. She's like, "I know what we can do for our art assignment," and like then she's like, "Oh wait." she realizes where she is and i actually really like that whole thing when mallory's like we need water for the dog yeah and like the only place you can get water is in the toilet block i just really liked that whole bit and like really saw it quite vividly in my mind yeah mm. that was a good scene definitely yeah anybody got a favorite quote I'm really into opening lines. A book has to hook me. And I I thought this one had a really strong opening line again. So a lot of people have a fear of small spaces. And I just, that made me feel like I was boxed in. Immediately I was like, I was like, oh, I'm in this. I mean, I'm in a box. I'm, I'm, I felt like I was stuck in a lift. Yeah. Just reading that opening line. It references the title. Exactly. (laughs) Straight away. Nice. This one's probably my favorite. That's references how she first sees Sparrow at the start when she's first met him. And it says, his head flicked in my direction, tilting from one side to the other like a curious little bird. It reminded me of the sparrows that sit on the fence at home. Mum lets me feed them breadcrumbs if I'm gentle so I don't spook them. (laughs) And it's great when you know what he is later. And I just imagine him sitting there tilting his little creepy head. That bit where he's like, I'm magic, I can read your mind, I know what you call me. And you're just like, no, don't say it. (laughs) Oh, um, My favourite quote is from about halfway and that's when she's starting to like really second guess herself and she says, well, she says to herself, if there's nobody there, the only other place they can be is hiding. Hiding is in my head. And it's like, That's I feel crazy. so bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially later on when you know that it wasn't in her head. And you're like, and you're like my time. bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and like the first, <laughs> you do you, honey. <laughs> the first like 18 years of her life have just been completely screwed up yeah. by her aunt and the aunt's boyfriend. Yeah. And everybody else in her life that is just like, yeah. you are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no one is on her side yeah. at all. Yes, anyway, we should probably rate this. So, Emma, what would you give this out of five? This is, I mean, this, this, is, this is a tough one. 
This is a four and a half for me. This is yeah. up, this is up there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Holly, I'll give it a solid four out of five. I really loved it. Yeah. No, I'm going to give it four as well. Mostly because again, it's not my kind of book, but it was written so well. I just couldn't give it anything lower. <laughs> you know. So yeah, that was pretty good rating. So yeah, go small spaces. Yes, if you're into psychological thrillers, read with caution. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a good... Don't read Home Alone. Um, yeah. I mean, unless you're into scaring the bejeebus out of yourself. And staying home alone <laughs> with the doors locked forever, yeah. every night. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Our thoughts on Small Spaces by Sarah Epstein. Thank you for coming in to talk with us, Emma. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us, Holly. Thanks. Thank you for joining us, dear listener. We can't wait to talk to you next time when we chat, chat you up. up.